about talking about relationships. There's so much stuff going on uh, in the news and all that, and, and you know, dealing with relationships and all that um, in this pandemic. How, how do how can a person really get to know someone uh, in, in a situation like this, you know, with this pandemic going on? How can you actually meet someone nowadays? Well, I mean, thankfully, it seems like things are, are lifting, and I know a lot of even dating apps and places like that are asking for vaccination status. Um, but mm-hmm. I think that maybe the bigger question is, you know, the reality is that the pandemic has changed us a little bit as a society. Mm-hmm. Well, it's to be seen, I guess, what it's, it's the long-term effects are going to be, but we are much more isolated. And that is, yeah. is the truth. We are, you know, used to figuring out how to do our lives, you know, in isolation in our homes, and it does make it harder. And people seeking out relationships, I think, have probably been hit the hardest during this time. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But, yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say that at this point it's really any different um, than it was before. It's just getting past the psychological barriers that are there. So being willing to go back to, you know, going to, um, like, organizations, doing things that you used to be doing before. I think it's getting rid of some of the fear and going back to that. You know, people are are Mm -hmm. now just starting to go back to the gym and just starting to connect a little bit more in person. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of things are – I get a lot of questions um, because I told people I was having you on the show, and and a lot of guys want to know Mm -hmm. these questions, maybe these answers, or maybe you can answer them. The trust in a relationship, a lot of times there's not a lot of trust uh, uh, with a, a woman or a man and, and um, no communication and, and, and you know, people rush into uh, being physical a lot. Uh, what, what kind of advice could you give uh, some people out here that uh, don't trust and don't know how to communicate with each other? What, what kind of uh, key points could you give them? Yeah, I think that trust portion is is so hard for people who are dating right now because mm-hmm. with Internet dating, there's so much out there that just wasn't before. And right. we really weren't designed to have so many options at our fingertips. <laughs> it sounds mm-hmm. good, but we really weren't designed for that. Um, and so when there's always a possible, you know, something better at the swipe of a finger, it does make it hard because people are, are less um, willing to commit. They're more reticent exactly. to commit because they feel like there's always this possibility. Um, mm-hmm. And that makes it hard. And so when it comes to trust, there's a couple of things. One, you do need to be discerning when it comes to trust, meaning people will actually tell you who they are, but often we're not willing to believe it or listen, right? We want to give, have excuses or we want to assume they need more time or we want to assume all these Mm -hmm. things. Instead, strictly look at their behavior, not what they're telling you. And when Mm -hmm. you get used to responding to people based on their behavior instead of their words, you'll find it gets so much easier to determine what's real, what isn't real. Right, because we give right. we give ourselves away through our behavior. Our words will say anything. Number two is a lot of people are gun shy because they have been hurt before, because they, you know, don't want to be vulnerable and put themselves back out there. The only person you really need to trust is yourself. Exactly. And so what I mean by that is trust that 
you are getting better at making decisions. You are getting more discerning at, um, you know, who you're going to connect with. And then you need to trust that you will look for signs, that you will be aware of signs, and that if you get hurt, you're going to be okay. You're going to pick yourself up back again, and you're going to go back out there. The answer, though, isn't to close yourself off, although it seems like that's the answer. And, and the thing is, when it comes to relationships, we are not really designed to, for intimacy necessarily. We're designed to take care of ourselves. We're designed to protect ourselves. And so what we want, what our, our highest, you know, kind of calling in a relationship is to create deep intimacy. We have that other part of our brain that's trying to protect us, and that kind of fights against what we really want. And so what you need to do is learn to trust yourself and not worry so much about the other person. Right. Um, I have a, a guy here uh, asking me. His name mm-hmm. is Marcus. Uh, he asks, you're a relationship coach uh, for Superwoman. Do you have any uh, – do you talk about, you know, uh, problems for men too as well? Um, Marcus from New York City. Absolutely. Yes. Hi, Marcus. I am a relationship coach, um, and that is the whole relationship. So I often see couples. I see plenty of men, even though online, you know, I niche down to really just talking to women. But absolutely. Relationships take okay. two people. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, what, what? Um, a lot of times uh, in relationships, um, you don't get to know someone until you live with that individual. Do you agree with that or that's – because um, a lot of times when you meet somebody, mm-hmm. you know, they put on the front. They're not put on the front, but it's like an interview. You know, like, how you doing, blah, 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 blah. But you really don't get to know someone until you actually get to live with an individual person. Uh, you get to see their true color, you know what I'm saying? Uh, do you agree with that? Well, I mean, that's a good question, especially the way that you put it. Do you get to know somebody more if you live with them? I would not necessarily agree to that. And I am also not a proponent for living together beforehand, mainly just because the research doesn't show a benefit to it. Actually, people who live together before marriage have a higher rate of divorce, so why would you want to do that? Um, mm. But well, but, but, well, I think it's let me super important. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me ask you this. So you, you, you wouldn't agree with that at all, you know, uh, to live with someone before you – getting married, why would would you not agree with that for? Right. Well, the main reason is because of what the statistics show, that people who live together before they get married have a higher rate of divorce. And if you're planning to get Mm -hmm. married to increase, you know, if you're planning to get married and you want to stay married, then you're just decreasing your chances. Um, There's plenty of speculation about why that is. but that's the main reason why I would not suggest it because it doesn't actually accomplish the thing you're trying to accomplish is to find out, will this person make a good mate forever? Can we make this work? Reality mm. is for some reason people who live together have a higher rate of divorce. Um, now, mm. I do feel, though, that you do need to get to know someone well. And right, after right. dating someone for about six months, if you are involved in their life, if you are – are moving towards marriage, then you should be very connected. I don't think that you should necessarily share a space in terms of living together um, 
or act married before you're married, but you definitely need to get to know that person well. And you don't have to live in their home in order to do that. Mm, okay. Well, I have a lot of guys asking questions. Uh, <laughs> a lot of guys mm-hmm. saying that, you know, well, you know, you wait till you get married to, you know, get the cookies or whatever you want to call them. Uh, and then you, you get married and things don't work out. Then you end up getting divorced. Some people do agree of living together because then you get to see that person's, you know, good days and bad days. Uh, I mean, you know, it goes both mm-hmm. ways, I guess. You know, you, you can you can try either way or those, but a lot of times um, you really don't get to know someone. You know, when you, you're hanging out with somebody, you're hanging out, you're kicking out, you can know each other, but when you actually live with that person, you see their true color comes out, you know, because you, you're living there every day with them. You're spending 24 hours with them, you know. You don't see that when you're dating. You just you go home and he goes home and that's it, you know. Uh, but, you know, to eat is all. Well, I understand. I mean, that is absolutely the argument for it, and so I completely mm-hmm. understand the argument, but the right. actual statistics don't play out. Because here's what happens is you make an assumption mm-hmm that you're living with someone and therefore nothing's going to change and therefore you completely know this person. And so you have all of these assumptions and these assurances and then you get married and things could change. And when that happens, I think it throws you off more than if you have not lived with that person before and recognize that, you know, Maybe you don't know every single thing and you're open because you know enough or you know all the other things. So I understand the argument for it. The argument makes a lot of sense, but unfortunately it doesn't play out in real life. People have higher rates of divorce. So that's my only reason for not suggesting it, but I completely understand why people believe that they're actually, you know, making a safer choice to live together first. If it played out that way, then I'd say go for it. Unfortunately, it doesn't. Right. Steve from uh, uh, Chicago, Illinois, wants to know, do you do Mm -hmm. counseling for marriage? Absolutely, yes. I do Mm -hmm. therapy for uh, couples who aren't married. I do premarital counseling, and I also do therapy for couples who are married. Okay. Okay. Great, great. Um, Let's change the topic a little bit, Um, you know, when you're, mm-hmm. when you're in a relationship um, or, you know, just hanging out or whatever the case might be, and the next thing, you know, you have a baby with uh, an individual, um, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes a woman uh, will put a man on child support and won't let the uh, the, ki- the, the, the father see the child. Um, do you mm-hmm. have any advice for me yeah. out there who's dealing with that, that situation right now or who, who's, you know, who's trying to be a father? Um, I'm getting all kinds of questions from people, so I don't know if this yeah, no. Oh, these are definite relationship. Yeah, these are relationship issues. I I actually have right. some articles on baby mama drama on my website, so I'd encourage anybody mm-hmm. to go to my website and um and read some of those. Uh, no, you know the reality is is that sad and it's unfortunate and it's real that women do use their children as pawns that women do feel that they can manage sometimes the, you know, the parenting of the other parents when that's not healthy for the child. It's not in the best interest. So, you know, I see men get so caught up in trying to bend over backwards and trying to, Mm -hmm. to tiptoe around the baby mama wanting, you know, worried that she's going to take things away from her. The, The thing that I would say is go to court 
You need to make right. it as legal as possible, especially when your child is very young. Um, because when children mm-hmm. get older, it does get a little harder because children get to make decisions about visitation and things like that after about 14 years old or 13, 14. But when your child is very, very young, don't be afraid to take her to court so that you can see your child. I know a lot of times there's fear about that because of, of monetary reasons and fear that she's going to try to get more money out of you. Um, mm-hmm. But the the court will be fair. She might not be. And if she's already getting child support from you, then you absolutely have that legal right to – well, actually, you have the legal right regardless because your child is right. not about money. Your child is a person. Mm-hmm. It's about the relationship. And you have a legal right to have a relationship with your child. So pursue it. Do not give up no matter what kinds of threats and things that she says. Baby mamas can be bullies sometimes, and you have to stand up to a bully. That's true. That's true. Pam also says she will be emailing you. You have a podcast you you, you do uh, on a weekly basis? I do. The title of my podcast right now is called The Dr. Zoe Show. It's going to be changing in July to Stronger in the Difficult Places. And I specifically speak to women who are in difficult relationships or find themselves in a difficult spot in their relationships. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, subjects that uh, people talk about is domestic violence. Um, why do women stay in mm. relationships with a man uh, abuse them verbally and mentally, uh, things like that? So I encourage you, ladies, mm-hmm. you know, to call her or email her and ask her questions about that if she can, you know, help you. But a lot of women do go through that, um, you know, mentally and emotionally uh, um, abuse from, a, from a, um, a man, which I don't understand why. Um, so you shouldn't put yourself in that situation and all that. So, yeah, that's what's up. Um, another question is that when you are trying to talk to a woman, you know, and a lot of guys mm-hmm. go through this a lot. You know, a woman, you don't know, you don't know if a woman likes you or, or just being friendly. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people can be, yeah, yeah, you know I'm saying. So, you know, sometimes a guy can be intimidated or maybe like, oh, she don't talk to me. She's too fine. She got a man. You know, do you know? Um, without being how can I say it without being uh, sounding stupid or something like that? How can a man approach a woman without um, saying the wrong thing and, and to her, like yeah, you know, right. without being you know sexual harassment or something like that? Because women can all the stuff going on with nowadays, you know, you just gotta be careful what you say to a woman nowadays because you know you can take it the wrong way and all that. So, what kind of advice would you give a man out there who who might like a woman, but then? a workplace or, you know, another place, you know, whatever, and he, you know, want to say the wrong things or, you know, having sexual harassment charges against them. Sure. Yeah. So workplace, it does get tricky because you do want to be careful. Um, Right. And so my suggestion, you know, for a workplace situation, if it's somebody that's below you, um, you know, you might want to just kind of, I don't think workplace situations are the best things to pursue. Do they happen? hundred percent they happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they're the best right. things to pursue. So you really need mm-hmm. to discern what is this relationship like in my place of employment and my business. And if it develops and then goes sour, how is that going to affect me in my career? So that's the first exactly. thing I want you to just think about right there. Right. Um, if you feel like where, however, you know, it is, she's in another department or something like that, then the best thing to do is just be straight up. And I know the right. first thing that comes up is rejection, right? 
I think as humans, we need to learn how to deal with and accept and expect and even welcome rejection sometimes because our life goes so much smoother when we get to that place of not fearing rejection. Mm-hmm. You could pursue exactly. a woman for six months or three months, right, and you're wasting your time. Whereas if you know you're mm-hmm. interested, talk to her and just ask her straight up, hey, exactly. I'm interested mm-hmm. in you. Would you like to have a coffee? She will tell you yes or no straight because all the sideways exactly. stuff, that's the stuff that can mm-hmm. sometimes get you into trouble, right? Exactly. If that's you're straight right. up that's about true. it, you're that's much true. less likely to get into trouble. So that's my advice. First, discern. If this this thing goes sideways, how is it going to affect my career? And maybe I just need to not. And then number two, right. if you feel like it's safe, then just be upfront and honest. And if she rejects That's you, so cool, true. then you go on and you have your information. Yeah. Now, you know, a lot of times when, you, when you're dating someone and you meet somebody, um, you know, I, I think this is my personal opinion. You, you don't need to uh, tell people uh, how much money you're making, you know, on your job. A lot of times when people are dating, they want to know what kind of job you have, this and that. That's that's okay to say, but I think that the most important thing is to get to know that individual, their personalities. Do you have any good, you know, what, what do we have in, in common, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. uh, as far as mm-hmm. the job, you can m- mention the job, but I don't think money is an issue. A lot of times when you meet a woman nowadays, some men go through this, uh, you know, what kind of job you got? What kind of car you got? They're looking at the, the, the product, that, you know, they ain't, they ain't mm-hmm. looking at the person in, in general, and I think that's a turnoff for a man. Just like a woman, you know. A man don't have a job that's a turn off a woman. So you you know, I, when you meet somebody, find out what they like, dislike, what they you have interest. But a job and a car, that's not your concern because you ain't living with that individual and you know, so right. I think we, we too much are materialistic nowadays. We're not trying to get to know each other instead of um, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think that of course people are gonna to want to know what you do because that gives them a lot of information about about, you know, who you are, and that is important to disclose what you do for a living. But I don't think the financial discussions need to happen until you guys are moving more towards commitment and thinking more of something long-term together. Otherwise, none of that matters. Yeah, that's true, yeah, because a lot of times, we, you know, if we get – and I see, I'm old school. I believe in writing on paper. Let's, let's write a letter to each other instead of texting or calling. That's uh, right. That's, that's yeah. it personal. I mean, you know, make it personally – so you get to know someone, right? Uh, you know, on a different level. Instead of calling, you know, you write your letter or a card. You know, saying, "Hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. How was your day?" So mm-hmm. things like that. You have to support that man's career just like you got to support that woman's career. So we, before you get in a relationship, or before find out about that individual, his likes, her likes, you know, what you have in common, or things like that. Don't try to change someone. A lot of times, a lot of women, some women do try to change men. You know, how to dress, how to. Drive this and that. Most guys don't like that. Um, I think I read on one of your posts that um, do a woman talk too much, uh, and uh, you know sometimes guys don't want to hear all that talking. You know, just talk, 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 talk. <laughs> so you know, what kind of advice would you give a woman? You know, because <laughs> I mean, you know, we don't we when we come home from work, we want to relax and you know, kind of chill and you know, and after that we can talk, but. Not until two or three, four, three or four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so, what kind of advice would you give a woman? You know. 
Well, I, I think, yeah, I think that that is true. Women do have a higher capacity for um, talking and, and language and sharing emotions than men tend to, to have. Yeah. And so yeah. it's important to have emotional intimacy in your marriage or in your, your mm-hmm. relationship. That's, that's true. And so there does have to be a base level of that. Um, but I think also, I think we're doing our relationships a disservice when we try to have them meet all the needs in our lives. So right. your partner is your partner. A best friend, like a best girlfriend, that's something mm-hmm. else, and that's okay. I mean, you know, a lot of people say, oh, my partner's my best friend or my husband's my best friend, and okay. But no, actually, he's your husband. That's like even a higher level than a best mm-hmm. friend. But right, a right. best friend is something different. And so what I encourage women is to recognize the patterns and what their partners mm-hmm. need. So if your partner is a come home, be quiet, go in his cave kind of guy, and then come out and talk, respect that. Just like, you know, just like you would any other relationship. Exactly. And don't, see, don't take right. that personally. Don't feel like that is, some, is meaning he doesn't want to talk to you, but know his patterns and come to him and approach him when he is ready to talk and then exactly. be open to speak. Now, mm-hmm. if your partner doesn't care about what you have to say and, you know, he's not – He's not valuing you or honoring you when you're you're speaking. That's one thing. But if it's just that, you know, he needs to have his own space and he's not a big talker, it's okay to respect that and honor that. But also, if that's what you need, then you need to make sure you're getting that in your life and outside relationships because it is important. Right. Right. Do you – how do you feel about uh, a man shopping uh, most guys do not like to go shopping with a woman. Uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of guys like, okay, man, I don't go shopping. They you know sit here, do this, do that. Uh, you know, but <laughs> I mean, you know, it's okay for a minute, but at the same time, you know, it takes two or three hours just to find a, a, a can good or something like that. You know, or some drawers or whatever the case might be. So, yeah. what kind of advice do you give a woman? There's a lot of a lot of women want a, a man to go shopping with them, which is okay, but we ain't into all that. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got a cup of tea. You know. Yeah, I think it goes back to, you know, if we were in person, I would show you a a Venn diagram about what I consider Mm -hmm. a healthy relationship. And a healthy Mm -hmm. relationship is where you have two separate circles that intersect. And, you know, maybe like a quarter of each circle is intersecting in this healthy place, right? An unhealthy relationship is two circles that don't intersect. Uh, another unhealthy relationship on the other side of the pendulum is two circles that completely overlap each other. That's codependency. So, I mean, I think that part of that healthy Venn diagram where you have those inter- interlapping points is figuring out what you two as a couple enjoy doing together. And if it's not shopping, mm-hmm. then she needs to shop by herself and he needs to go, you know, do his thing. But you need to make sure that you do have spaces where you enjoy coming together, where you do have hobbies or things that you enjoy doing together, because that is important for a relationship. But shopping, no. I mean, personally, I'd much rather shop by myself than bring my husband along. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want anybody trying to, you know, put me on a time frame. (laughs) Oh, wow. You you have have so much um, advice. Um, I want to know about your book and all that. I know you got a book out. You had a book out. You got a book. I do. So my current book, it's called A Year of Self-Care, Daily Practices Mm -hmm. and Inspiration for Caring for Yourself. And it's really written for that person who, you know, either doesn't know how to care, care, like do good self-care, doesn't really know how to implement it. It's a year, it's a 
entire year's worth of daily little bits of ideas, tips, and inspiration for how you can care for yourself that day. Mm. And what can they find this book at? Oh, you can find the book anywhere. Amazon, Target, uh, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, any of the places online where you can, I think, Book Baby or, you know, wherever you can find books. My book is there. And um, somebody asked me, how long have you been practicing relationships? Mm, I've been practicing, uh, yeah, therapy for about 20 years. It's hard to believe it, but, yeah. Wow. Is this a full-time job for you? Oh, absolutely. Yes, it's a career. Wow. Great, great. How can someone find you if they want to use your service? Yeah, so the place I like to hang out is Instagram. You can always find me on Instagram at Dr. Zoe Shaw, and you can also go to my website at drzoeshaw.com, D-R-Z-O-E-S-H-A-W.com. Wow, you're, you're a very inspirational. I mean, I really appreciate you coming on the show and talking about relationships and other topics and all that because um, I'm getting a lot of uh, you know questions and all that stuff, and I know we have a, a limited time, but um, before we really go, any good advice that you would tell someone um, on relationships uh, this year with all this stuff going on in the world with, you know, with the mass shootings and all that, what kind of advice would you give mm-hmm. uh, a woman or a man or just anybody uh, encouragement uh, to keep, you know, in, in, this t- in this time of day? Yeah. You know, I know that it is so tough and sometimes it, you get tempted to settle Sometimes you get worried that your time is passing and that you're running out of time and maybe you want to, you know, have that family. Um, And and my encouragement to you, my best advice to you, having been a therapist for 20 years and seeing relationships Mm -hmm. inside and out, is to just wait. Write Mm -hmm. down your uh, red flags. Write down your non-negotiable And as long Mm -hmm. as you are sticking to those on your list and being uh, and really dedicating yourself to not being with someone who hits any of those non-negotiables, then you will find someone. You will find somebody. Mm -hmm. If you find that you are having the same relationship over and over again, the same kind of things are happening, then my next suggestion is go to a therapist. Talk to somebody because if you're finding the same thing over and over again, then it's something that you need to change in the way that you see the world, your lens, maybe some some uh, behaviors that you've learned that might have mm-hmm. been really functional when you were a child but aren't functional right now for serving a healthy relationship. So those are my those are my best uh, suggestions. Yeah. Wow. I definitely recommend your service to a lot of people and all that because you give great advice and a lot of people. Um, you know, Pam, uh, you know, will be emailing you for some advice. So, you know, this is real good. So I do appreciate you coming on the show, and I hope to have you back on the show soon. And I will definitely keep following you on Instagram and different social medias, and I definitely will get that book. <laughs> definitely will get that book, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me today. Thank you very much, and you have a blessed day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.